This episode is brought to you by Revolutionary Empire Builders. Now, feel free to skip ahead of this message if you are totally satisfied with playing small, if you don't really want to grow your list or your impact or your income, if you're totally fine with having things be the way that they are and you don't really believe that you're made for more, then definitely skip ahead to the episode because this one is a doozy. But if you're tired of playing small, then there comes a time in every revolutionary's life when he or she must take a stand where you say enough is enough, enough with not thinking you're enough, enough with the self-doubt and delaying your dreams, enough with the plagiarized programming. If you are ready, if you know that you were born to stand out, to rule your life, if you know deep down that there is a soul-stirring mission in your heart that you need to fulfill on this planet, if you know you were made for more, if you know you've had glimpses or moments or inclinations of just how freaking powerful you are, and perhaps it scared you, perhaps it scared others even because they just didn't own their own power, to this I say no more. Because being small is in service to no one. Smallness is not inspiring. Smallness does not breed hope. And smallness consumes potential like a virus and drowns it in a hole of darkness. You, revolutionary, are the light. You are a living, breathing inspiration to people, to your industry about what is possible. I know you've been through some things. And you are ready to stand out. You are ready to take charge of your time. You are ready to revolutionize your mindset. You are ready to revolutionize your skill set and step up as the leader, as the impactful leader that you were born to be. You're ready to take your systems to the next level and make them freaking simple so that your empire thrives and you have the freedom to run it effortlessly. You are ready to take your branding and step out more congruently, more aligned, more authentic than you've ever been. You are ready to step into a whole new level of messaging and sharing your marketing message with the world so that you make that impact and the income that you deserve. If you are ready, revolutionary, to take your sales to the next level, to take that income and just skyrocket it like my revolutionaries and revolutionary empire builders are going from 5K to 8K, going from 25K to 50K, going from 50K to 100K, if you are ready to step up and step into your purpose of building the empire of impact and love and service and mission and purpose that you were born to build then Revolutionary Empire Builders is where it is at. Get in on the wait list. This is the only way that you can get in because Revolutionary Empire Builders is currently closed to the public. So if you want to get in, you will have an exclusive opportunity when you join the wait list to get in for 50% off the first month so that you have the chance to experience the revolution for yourself. You get to tap into your community of fellow visionary leaders who are leading their industries like badasses. You get to innovate from different industry perspectives so that you stand out more in yours. You get to show up on a whole new level for yourself and get the coaching with me with no commitment and no high fees. All you got to do is get your butt on that wait list and join the revolution. Jump in now at crownyourself.com forward slash revolutionary empire builders.
Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, my amazing princess in the beers. As always, give yourself a hot dose of delicious gratitude for taking the time to listen to content that uplifts, that inspires, that challenges lovingly, of course, and champions and is cheerleading you on into the life of your dreams because today we are diving into the bell curve of your business. So pretty much If you have watched Simon Sinek's Start With Why TED Talk, which is an extraordinary TED Talk, he talks about the bell curve of the early adopters and then people catch on and then it creates this sort of curve. You first have the innovators, then you have the early adopters, then you have the early majority, then you have the late majority, And then you got the laggards. So if you think of this in terms of like tech and in terms of Apple, which is the example that Simon Sinek gives in his in his TED talk, is that when Apple first came out, like the innovators, the people to first grab on to Apple technology, they were like buying like the early Macintosh and and then the early and then you have like the early adopters and then you have like the early majority and think of the early majority as the the people like when everybody in 2010 suddenly had an iPhone. I remember when I was um, I remember it specifically in 2010 because uh, my ex had just gotten back from deployment and we were sitting in the Hotel Del Coronado and he had just gotten back. He was he had been gone for nine months and we were looking ar- around and he was like, everybody has an iPhone. And I was like, what do you mean? I've, I've had an iPhone. I, ha- I had had an iPhone for like three years since by then and or something. Um, and he was like, Kim, no, everybody has an iPhone. When I went up for deployment, like people had like dialed like the you know, flip phones and dial phones, but he, and, you know, the, the Palm Pilots, I had that one. I rocked the Palm Pilot for a while. Um, but he said, everybody has an iPhone. And it struck me because I didn't have that perception because when you're kind of in the thick of it, when you're in the flow of it, you're not really recognizing that. But he had been gone on a ship for nine months and hadn't really seen like public society in a while. And he just looked around and saw that everybody had an iPhone. And so think of the I like those are the early majority and early the early adopters and early majority. And then you have eventually everybody it, it the curve tips into the late majority and the laggards, the laggards being like my parents who just got an iPhone as of like last year so they could FaceTime with their grandson in Australia. Like 
they it's been 10 years since the the iPhone and and now you have like the laggards of like the last dregs of people getting getting iPhones and getting smartphones like I don't think anybody really has um uh like a flip phone anymore unless you're like a drug dealer or a spy or are running from the government or something so that you're not tracked um or a conspiracy theorist as well um you probably would have a flip phone then but other than that, pretty much everybody has some form of a smartphone. Maybe it's not an iPhone, but pretty much everybody now has a smartphone. It's become just a piece of our life. Like even people in poverty who are technically living below the poverty line in Western culture, they still have a smartphone. So how does this bell curve apply to your business? Well, most of us entrepreneurs are very familiar with the entrepreneurial statistics of the successes of small businesses and of uh, startups and of new businesses and entrepreneurship. Like it's got a low success rate. And that's just purely based on the numbers. I cited the numbers in my Forbes article, which Marie will link in the show notes. But when you look at those statistics from the perception of the bell curve, maybe you can have a little bit more hope to hold on to your business and your idea. So I believe, and this is what I do believe, and this is why I quoted those statistics in the Forbes article, which was, are you stuck in a, its complicated relationship with your business? Is because a lot of beginning entrepreneurs, a lot of people get lured into the idea of entrepreneurship as being this sexy, fun thing where you're just like living the digital nomad life on a beach with your laptop and it's this laptop lifestyle and it's like you wake up and you're, you work when you feel like it and it sounds really luxurious. It's still a lot of freaking work. Like... There's a lot of freaking work. Yes, I am currently in the Gold Coast of Australia, not in my hometown of Los Angeles. We've decided to stay here for a few months during the quarantine period and social distancing with COVID. And yes, am I the digital nomad life? Yeah, I can work wherever I have Wi-Fi. And is it a lot of freaking work? Yeah, it is. Did I Was I always in this spot? No, I wasn't. Like, I had to go through the bell curve like every other business owner does. That's the thing is we look at people who have whose businesses and whose popularity and whose Instagram accounts or whatever are in the early and late majority of the bell curve of their business. And we compare ourselves when we are just at innovator status. When you're at innovator status, you're getting your first clients. You're testing the waters. You're testing your offer. You're testing your products, your services. You're getting the the people who are like, oh, I really like her, who see that potential, who are kind of like the 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 nerds. And if you're a coach, it's like the you, you're getting the people who have probably already worked with a coach. Like they've probably and and they something it was something in your message that really resonated with them. You're getting the innovators. The the innovators are your customers who are just like they're seeing you. They're seeing the business. They're seeing the the product or whatever it is that you're offering. And they're like, ooh, this is this is really cool. I really want to be the first one to have this. They're the ones who like being the first one to have that. Then you get the early adopters. But the thing is, is that if you're comparing yourself to people who already have had success, who are technically in the bell curve, where you as a fan are in the late majority or the laggards just finding out about them and you're like, oh my gosh, this person has 1.7 million followers. How do I get that? 
Well, they too went through the bell curve. They too started out with only a few people reading their blog at some point. They too started out with only one or two coaching clients. They too started out with only a few people in their workshop. There is a reason why I so admire Brandon Bouchard, who has been my mentor and my coach and now my peer as a fellow certified high performance coach for at his giant, giant 2000 plus person HPX and influencer events, shares his first workshops. His first workshop of like 15 people came. It was in this very, very small, sad looking hotel room. He had no tech. It was him manning the laptop. It was him manning the tables. And like he jokes that like eight of the people actually paid for tickets. The rest were friends and family that he donated. And he even counted the like the guy who brought in the water for the people. Like it was small. It was not a 2000 person event. But if you're starting out as it, and you're just in the innovator phase and you're looking at someone like Brendan where maybe you're in the late majority catching on and be like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. Like, I want to be that. I want to have the, the, the 2,000 person audience. He spent the past like 20 years building that. Like, there, I love Rachel Hollis and her message of like, yeah, I'm not an overnight success. Like, I spent 15 years building a business. It's true for everybody. Every single human goes through the entire bell curve. And of on the receiving end of you have your innovator fans. You have your early adopters for your products and your services. You have the early majority of the fans who are like, whoa, this, this is really cool. And you see that bell curve going up. And then you get the, the, the late majority. And then you get to that point where you have 1.7 million fans. And the laggards are like, oh my gosh, this person's amazing. How have I never heard about her before? Or have I never heard about him before? But you have to go through the innovator and the early adopter phase, which means you have to keep going when you only have one or two listeners to your podcast, which means you have to keep going when you have only, you know, no comments on your blog, no one engaging, no one sharing it. You have to keep going when you only have a list of 200 people. You have to go through that innovator and early adopter phase. You have to accept that you are going to have those initial fans. You have to go through only having one client for three months like I did. I had one client for three months. The thing is, is I was so grateful for that one client because I knew I did it once. I could totally do it again. And I did, and I've done it again and again and again and again. But it's because I did not give up. I knew that that one client was my innovator. She was my innovator. She was amazing. She was my innovator. She saw me. She saw the potential that I, could, I, that I had to transform her life. She saw the potential that I had to be able to help her heal her food issues and she accepted me and said, yeah, I want, I want to work with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, all right. Like, let's do this. I did it once, which means I can do it again. And then I started to get the early adopters. And let's be honest, I'm still in the early adopter phase. Like, I'm still a smaller podcast at this moment. Will I stay here? Hell no, because we're always growing. But you have to get through that innovator phase and you cannot compare yourself to the people who 
you're seeing and you're showing up as a fan of them and in the laggard phase saying, how come I've never heard about this person before? I guarantee you there are certain people out there who are looking at you like, how come I've never heard about this person before? How come I've never heard about this person? Her message is so good. Her work is so phenomenal. She's so innovative. She's so brilliant with what she does. There are people who are looking at you from that space as well. It's your job, though, to keep going. It's your job, though, to get those believers, to get those raving fans going for your business and saying, oh, my gosh, you have to believe in this girl. Oh, my gosh, you have to work with this girl. Oh, my gosh, you have to listen to this girl's message. You have to go through that phase with your fans, with your customers. And then you will get to the late majority and you will get to the laggards catching on to your business saying, why have I not heard about this person when you have 1.7 million followers and fans and people on your email list? But you have to start from the beginning of the bell curve. There's no shortcutting it. it. I mean, the bell curve can go as slow or as fast as you desire it to be. But the more you stop start in your business, the more you you know show up kind of occasionally sharing your message, randomly, the less you're going to get the early adopters and the innovators because they're not going to see the consistency. They're not going to see the, the possibility because how can they see the possibility if you don't see the possibility? So you've got to go through that phase. You've got to go through the bell curve. Keep going. Keep posting. Keep sharing. Keep showing up. Keep sharing your message. Keep producing the content. Keep creating. Keep working and operating in your genius zone. And you'll get there. Honor the curve. If you love this episode, if it spoke to you in a particularly amazing and challenging and championing way, then definitely take a screenshot of it, post it in your stories, and share it with the peoples on the Instawebs. Instagram, Facebook, wherever you wherever you want to post it. I'm mostly on Instagram, so share it on the Instagram so I can share it with everybody in my community and share your awesomeness and how you're awesome for listening to The Princess and the Bee and being an early adopter and for be- rocking it with me here. And as always, my fellow Princess and the Bee is my empire builders, my revolutionaries. Own your throne, mind your business. Your reign is now. Till next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.